Hello and welcome to Ramblings from Nowhere. As always, I'm your host, Jason Hull, and joining me again this week is my, uh, once again, rather soggy friend, uh, Clay Dotson. Because, Clay, it never stops raining here in Tennessee. Man, it's annoying. We got a monsoon. I never thought Tennessee would have a Tennessee monsoon. So is it raining in Cookville right now? Because it was coming a uh, monsoon here just a few minutes yeah, ago. Yeah, it's terrible. And I've been in it all day. I went to the National Airport for a job and was out in the interstate, man. Good God. Some trip jackknife. I'm glad that we weren't going by because I would have probably pooped my pants. I'm glad those dividers were there to mm-hmm. protect because this dude definitely hit the opposite side mm. uh, boundary. But he did his job. It stopped it. But, dude, whoever was just happened upon that probably just shat themselves royally. So, yeah, sick and tired of this weather. So, Yes, and there's basically no end in sight that I can see. It's just and other things besides random sick and tired of, sick and tired of my friends continuing to like text messages in the text message group message that we have. So, you know, I used to be a very petty person. So and the thing is, I've just you know I've gotten older, I've been better about it. So every time that you and Josh continue to like these things, one day, one day, one time, you be like, Chloe, don't, don't, don't ruin the movie for me. Don't, don't spoil it. I'm gonna spoil it for you. I'm gonna be happy to do it, and I'm gonna continue to do it for every time y'all continue to listen, like those messages. Listen, so. first of all, I don't only like them; I get <laughs> funny with them too. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not only likes; I laugh <laughs> at some of them. I, I dislike you laugh. one. And then, uh, you know, but, you know, you can't really bother me with the spoiler thing because I expect it, and I've expected it since uh, probably about 2002 or somewhere in there when... One uh, day. One day. Don't worry. I'll never forget. What was the second second Born Identity movie? (laughs) I spoiled Uh, it for Josh. uh, Well, both of us. I mean, I wasn't... I like the movies, but I'm not as big of a fan of them as uh, Josh was. But when you come out of the theater, the first thing you see is... Dude, I can't believe they killed his girlfriend right at the beginning of the movie. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Josh never let me live that down. But um, I'll figure it out. Um, I always love... Revenge in some form. So I'll let y'all continue to do that. I'll sit there. I don't do it all the time. I just like or to just since to I think you guys troll are being dicks. Since I think you guys are being dicks when you do it, I'm just going to start posting pictures of penises <laughs> in the group message. <laughs> but then again, that means I'm having to look up penises proactively. So it's, I think that's yeah. a cell phone on itself, right? So you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. It's just a no win. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Jesse were talking about that. I was like, you know what? I'm going to look up penises and send it to them because they're being a dick. That's pretty funny. And then I was like, wait a second. That means I'm proactively looking for pictures of penises. <laughs> Peni. Whatever you want to say. <laughs> See, that's, that's the grown-up version. You know, we're, we're fine saying penis. That's a perfectly normal word. We don't have to worry about getting a, an explicit label, whatever. Let your preacher listen to the podcast, Jason. We're not going to say anything bad. We'll be good. Yeah, we're only like five minutes in, so we'll see how it goes the rest <laughs> of the time. Yeah. We're just getting started. So. Pretty much. So, um, I did not get my comics today. I think I'm just waiting now, just getting my comics when I get my paycheck. Because, you know, just make a day of it. It's Friday. Have a good day. So, um, I know that X-Men 6 came out, and I kind of regret not picking it up because I've heard good stuff about it. Like, mm-hmm. it's harking back to uh, House of X, Powers of X, whatever. Um, that's been cool. Um, I already told you this, but I'll let people on the podcast know. But... Uh, 
I got my sleep study, study done a long time ago, <laughs> and somehow they just forgot to get it to me, and you, I kind of forgot about it. I've been actually, I self-diagnosed myself and started using my mom's CPAP machine. She wasn't using it. I was like, you know what, let me have that. Let me try that out. I've been sleeping a lot better not falling asleep. But the, the doctor did call and say that he was impressed. He's never seen a score so high. I set the record. Usually I think around level 30, you know, that's bad. You need to get help. You need to get a, a CPAP machine. You need help sleeping. Uh, I scored a 70, something in the 70 range. So, yeah. <laughs> that's scary, man. I mean, I was so, at Brandon's. You know, so Brandon do you Bradley. get, like, some kind of, like, super CPAP for that? You know what I'm saying? I don't like, know. Like, like, it's like the muscle car of CPAP machines or something. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> It's got Tim Allen on the side of it. <laughs> no, it'd be, it'd be Vin Diesel nowadays. Oh, you know, yeah, so. family, you know, family <laughs> need a CPAP machine together. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they I, they sent my prescription over to Just Breathe here in, in Coville, and it's just a place where they offer you know oxygen sleep things, CPAP machines. Whatever. This is the thing. I know my insurance ain't gonna cover that. My insurance has a high deductible just because I never really get sick, you know. And all of a sudden this year now I'm getting. You know, vitamin D deficiency and all that stuff. But uh, it came back and they're like, it's, oh, it's like 950 bucks out of pocket. I was like, man, come on. Can I just use, um, can I just use the CPAP machine to have? Those years of hard living are starting to catch up with you. Uh, God. Thankfully, so, you've quit smoking. So, you know, you're yeah. you're starting reverse course. And you're cooking now. I mean, you know. Cooking, yeah. Cooking, so, I'm, I'm cooking virtually. Cooking Marma. See, now you can buy cooking Marma, as they say. For the yeah. Game Boy Advance, or was it D? It was DS. Game Boy DS. That's right. But yeah, we, but do we don't that. need that because the only thing we need is Overcooked Two. So much fun! I have way too much fun with that game. Seriously, it's just it's, it's just having a delight. It's so fun, and it's so misleading because it has that nice relaxing music. You know, when mm. you first load the game up, and then it goes into this like. Like you start the game and you go into this, this be fun. dread, yeah. anxiety. No, now that we're deeper into it, we're uh, what we're in the fourth world, I think, or the fourth yeah. level. And it's like every time we get ready to start a new level, it's like, do we have to learn something new? What are they going to throw in? And then there's this like anxiety attack almost that comes on. And then the next thing you know, everybody's yelling, "Burger, burger, fries, yeah. potato, potato, fries, 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 and potato." And it's worse than playing Ewoks versus Stormtroopers on Battlefront 2. I've decided. Yep. Anxiety level. At the same time, though, we're laughing nonstop because it's just hilarious. So, you know. It's, it's a really fun game to play with a group of friends. It really has taken over our multiplayer sessions for the most mm-hmm. part. Yeah, it so. has. And, and like I said, it's just a really fun game. Um, that's been cool. I've been going back and playing like old Xbox 360 games. The uh, Fable remaster from the original Xbox, which I think I got really deep in that game a long time ago. And like a lot of the games I played, I just stopped playing. I think I got to like near the end of it and just never beat it. Probably what happened was, like we do with everything else, we uh, just bounce, we didn't bounce off, but we moved on to the next thing, whatever come out next at the time. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we were, when that came out, we were burning through every game we could play, you know, plus Halo was a regular. Mm-hmm. On the uh, rotation of multiplayer games too, so um, I never got into it. I didn't. I don't think I ever even played it. So, um, but no, this remastered. That's it's actually a really fun game. 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to actually probably try to play through all the Halos, or excuse me, Fables. I've got uh, Fable 2 and 3 on Game Pass as well. I've so. always heard Fable 2 is the best, and Fable 3 was kind of a step down from the previous two. But again, I don't know. I've never played any of them. So. Huh. You still there? Yes. I'm oh, sorry, I dropped my phone. I'm talking to you via Skype on my cell phone. So I'm sure that sounded great. Um, by the way, I've got too many pillows. I was that guy growing up in the 20s, in my era in my 20s, where I really just needed two pillows. Right. You know, like one pillow that I've had literally for like 20 years of my life. You know, it's mm-hmm. all flat, dirty. The other one might have been like just a hand-me-down from somebody in my family. Uh-huh. But... Uh, I finally broke down a couple years ago and got some new pillows. So I had two pillows. And for Christmas, I wanted a more firm pillow. So I got two firm pillows for Christmas for my mom. I was like, great. So my boss, God love her, she found out about my diagnosis and about my sleeping. And I've been sleeping fine since then, but she still felt bad. So she's like, hey, I've got your Amazon package coming. I was like, what? Yeah, it's going to be on my desk. They're in Florida right now. So I go, and I get back from National Day, and there's that package. She got me new sheets. And two new pillows. <laughs> I've got six pillows. How, how what many? What the hell am I going to do with six pillows? What was the thread count on the sheets? That's I don't the, know. That's it was good. Main. Okay. It, it, right. it was good. Right. I still don't understand well, thread counts, but I know that I looked it up and it was like, the, this got some good thread count. The higher, what is it? The higher the thread count, the better quality. Um, well, I don't know. I've already I washed them. And I put them on right now before you call me. So, you know, I'm feeling it right now. It's mm-hmm. delicious. So if it had a taste, it'd be delicious. I'm a two pillow person as well. I used to be a multiple pillow, like three or four, but I've uh, weaned myself down to two now. When me and uh, when I lived with Randall in that one apartment over on Washington, you remember? Was it Washington? You know what? No, it was Tenth Street. Was it? Yeah. Sorry, mm-hmm. but anyway, yeah, not Washington. What am I thinking? But anyway. Randall would sleep with like seventy five pillows, and you know I, that summer that he was gone, I got uh-huh. to you know stay in his room a lot of times. Yeah, I do remember uh-huh. that. He always kept a lot of pillows. I mean, part of you weren't kept, sleeping on a mattress; you were sleeping no, on like pillows. a billion pillows. Yeah, but now, like I said, I am not a real big pillow person now. But my wife, since she's been pregnant, and we've been we're in the in the uh, final countdown, as Europe would say, um, for this uh, for these twins, uh, slowly there have been more pillows added to her bed because you know it's just you <laughs> know we're at the end and it's just painful to even move and get comfortable and so on and so forth. So she told me the other night to get her a pillow to put under her feet, and I was like, okay, no problem. I got her a pillow. Well, her daughter was laying with us or her. And she said, Daddy, get me a pillow to put under my feet. I was like, okay. So I got her a pillow. And then uh, Claire was like, get me a pillow to lay under my side. I was like, okay. And then my daughter was like, Daddy, get me a pillow to lay under my side. So now there is uh, oh, 10 to 15 pillows God. in my bed just strewn out. You know, all the time it's kind of... It's getting it borderline ridiculous. And then every morning, uh, my daughter decides to build a pillow fort, which I don't blame her. I would, too, if I had that many pillows in the bed because when she gets up, she has to come and jump on the bed that I just made and destroy it. So, um, But anyway, I 
the pillow thing just I'm, I'm a two pillow man most of the time now the other, I've lost one of my dogs I don't know where she's at she's huh. like hiding her all these pillows see but uh, that's where I stand on the pillow issue so. well I've got six now so I couldn't yeah. just do whatever well, I, mean, I always put one between my knees because my I got my knees hurt all I'm the time sure so. I, well I think that was part of Randall's thing because you know he had the the bad knee yeah but uh, I'm sure everybody's glad to hear our, our pillow talk, as they say. <laughs> hey Yeah, I said it. I come out and said it. So, and meanwhile, I'll let you know if I... Oh, there's Shelby. Um, Man, seriously, I've got way too many pillows. Uh, what else has been happening? Um, nothing else, really. Let's just talk in, for just a second. Um, I had brought up when we were playing games the other night, I read the uh, final issue of Fallen Angels. <sighs> And uh, I'm glad it's done. I really am. I, I love the Hickman stuff, but this this was six issues that were completely unnecessary. I mean, in the long run, you end up setting up um, Kwanin or Revanche or whatever you want to call I guess it's just Kwanin now. Yeah, but anyway, set up the Hellions stuff uh, is where we're headed to with this. And it was a long-winded way to get to that point. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. Uh, I have not read many more of my comic books I picked up the last couple weeks. It's been just so hectic. I did finish it, and um, the latest... So Excalibur, which I really dig, kind of threw me off between 5 and 6, because at the end of 5, there was the Apocalypse Rogue... Uh, thing happening yeah. and then 6 just jumps right in and it took me a second I thought I'd missed an issue because of the way it just kind of takes off there's no explanation or anything but anyway um, we finished the arc on it we're finishing up all these initial arcs on most of these right, right. now except obviously the X-Men proper it's still going so um, but I'm I'm still digging it so far um, I haven't got to check out the latest issue of Thor, which I believe you talked about last week. I do have it. So good. And I did... Uh, Mike was nice enough, uh, I guess you could say that, to put the Darth Vader number one in my uh, my uh, pull list. I didn't ask for it, but he did. So I thanked him, and I said, yeah, just keep it going. So I'm still going to... He's a smart man, that there. Mike. Yeah. He's, he's, he's also a sweetheart. He's... he's He's very crafty when it comes to making sure that you get what you need, whether you want it or not. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, I've got my daughter. Uh, I picked up last week those DC. DC does those big 80-page giant issues. They're like five bucks and has five or six stories in it. And she went in with me, and I picked her up uh, issue two of DC Superhero Girls, which is pretty neat, just trying to get her into stuff like you know, my geeky life. And then this week we picked up a Wonder Woman 80-page giant. So they're pretty neat. I mean, you know, value-wise, uh, five or six stories in there. So uh, It has a feel to uh, be collecting comic books again, Jason. feels terrible. <laughs> I told somebody the other night. Feels, it, it feels good, but at the same time I feel dirty uh, just for, you know, after years of being clean and now I'm uh, drugged back into it. It's like a crack addict or something, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I did go up, Clay, and uh, went through, and my my little 
storage area in our other building where I keep all of my geeky stuff at and started cleaning it up. I threw away, uh, I filled another room basically with crap I threw away. And then I uh, got a bunch of stuff I was going to take and donate to the local hope chest, which is basically a goodwill type of thing, like some VHSs that I kept for years for no reason. Right. And uh, my phone's blowing up right now. Sorry. Oh. But anyway, so I got up there and I started cleaning up, and I was uh, getting ready to, right before we found out we were having a boy, um, I was getting ready to get rid of a bunch of toys that I had collected, Star Wars, blah, 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 that kind of thing. And so now I can't because I can give them to my boy. Yeah. So now I'm stuck with them again. Uh, I uncovered uh, six years' worth of movie posters. That was great. That's um, awesome. I don't know what to do with them because I don't. there's ones I want to keep, but I don't want to go through all of them to find the ones, you know. I was telling somebody it was amazing. When we worked at the theater, it was just crazy. We would just take every poster, you know, oh, I'll take one of those, I'll take one of those. And so now I have posters and banners and all kinds of just random. I've got uh, previews from uh, I got the Spider-Man preview that was uh, was uh, pulled after 9-11 you yeah. know I got that uh, preview reel I've got all of the Lord of the Rings preview, preview reels I think I've got a Star Wars episode 2 and 3 preview reel I don't know why I keep these things it's just that collector mentality I had yeah. listen here's the crazy one I had remember the old uh, comic book magazine wizard you know which one I'm talking about that, yep. Yeah, so, I started collecting on issue four. I had saved every issue from four until I stopped reading Wizard, till it went, till it become a terrible publication. Uh, sitting in upstairs, I was like, "Why?" So they're now going to the trash, along with a lot of uh, old EGMs and stuff like that. So, but that was uh, the pretty much. The, <coughs> excuse me. The gist of my week, other than I uh, watched some movies that I will talk about here in a little bit. Uh, played a lot of Overcooked. Uh, oh, I did check out. Did you get to ever jump on? Yeah, you jumped on the Fantasy Star Online 2 beta. Briefly, but I was falling asleep. So. You just did it Friday night, right? Yeah. Just that intro thing. <clears throat> um, I did that, and then I did... I run one little mission the next morning, um, and I could feel it uh, digging it, digging its hooks into me. Even though it's a what six year old free to play game now, yeah. So I'm pretty excited to go back in and really dive into it. But man, so many systems layered on top of systems. That's what is a almost game breaker for me sometimes. Is when you get into like these free to play MMOs and stuff, and you just have system after system to learn. Kind of. Uh, Monster Hunter comes to mind when I think about something like that, you know. It's Man, just, Black Dessert or yeah. Black Desert. I it, prefer the was, dessert part. Of it. I prefer Black Dessert. God, bless America, man. It was t- so much. It's like if you could... I can see the game. This, this is with the Black Desert, not the um, Fantasy Star stuff. Um, I can see where you can get your... where it can get its hooks into you. But, man, it's such a... It, it's so much work to learn how to play and how many, you know, oh, I've got to go like five menus deep to change my equipment. And then I can go another menu and I can 
add something to my equipment, blah, blah, that kind of thing. It's right. just, it, I, it, it kind of takes me out of the whole thing. So I don't know. We'll see. I'm excited when uh, Fantasy Star goes live to uh, really dig in and give it a shot. I think it'll be fun. So, uh, You know, speaking of movie posters, that really makes me laugh about the time that I really, really wanted. I, the thing is, you know, we were being nice when Episode 3 came out about posters and kind of giving them to some of the other projectionists, whatever. Mm-hmm. And Chuck wanted that, Chuck D, who, God bless him, really wanted that teaser poster where it's got Anakin, you know, with the red eyes, with yeah. Darth Vader in his cape, whatever, which is yeah. really cool. And <laughs> Brandon was able to take the poster with him, and he saved it and gave it to me instead. Yeah. It's pretty funny. The, the one that got away from me in that whole time was um, one of the two towers uh, Lord of the Rings two towers posters mm-hmm. um, it's the one uh, it may be the one that had the two towers in the background and they're in the boat I can't remember what but anyway there was one uh, and I had set it aside and put my name on it uh, to pick up later or to take home that night or something and this is when Nicholson worked there and of course he gave it to his friend uh, Jerk. Yeah, I was pretty. This that's the only out of all those teaser posters and stuff that because there was a lot of teaser posters for all those movies and stuff. But uh, uh, that was the only one that got away from me. That and the well, that and the Spider Man, uh, Two Towers, the Twin Towers one. Um, there was a banner for that one that disappeared. I know where it went, but uh, that was <laughs> that was the other one that got away. Mm-hmm. Nick that Nicholson ended up with that one too. He took. I it. can't wait till we have that podcast where we bring up yeah. bring old people or old people yeah. people that uh, used to work at the movie theater and we talk about our memories. He took that one and to immediately sell because you know addicted to drugs. When that nine eleven stuff happened, uh, it, those posters were dropping right at the same time and that trailer because you know it was all pulled. Uh, right within the same week, if I remember right. So, but anyway, um, that's about it for me this week. Um, been reading the uh, Neil Gaiman, Gaiman. I'm sorry, the Neil Gaiman uh, Norse mythology. Mm-hmm. I got back into it after uh, watching Ragnarok and reading the new Thor stuff. And man, I forgot how good that uh, book is. Did you ever get to read any of it? I never did. Oh, it's fun. It's good, and and you can see some callbacks from the Marvel stuff and so on and so forth uh, in the book. How you know they've somewhat adapted some of those stories. I'm still very uh, trucking along reading uh, Jane Foster Thor, which yeah, is so delightful. Good. It's so good. Yeah, I'm excited to see uh, what what TD does with this next Thor movie. And yeah. how much of that's going to be adapted, and so on and so forth. So we shall see. Uh, anything else, Clay? You want to bring up here in the? Opening? No, but I'm sure something will come up. I mean, we're, we're probably going to talk for another hour, so I'm sure. Uh, uh, I have not watched Picard, and there's two episodes that either. either I, you. Uh, honestly, I actually forgot um, about new episodes being out. There's been so much going on, and of course, the Oscar stuff, which we'll get to in a little bit, and all that. And so I'm going to try to catch up on them this week. And I have not got to watch uh, Birds of Prey 
which we'll talk about here in a little bit as well. But I uh, plan on watching it hopefully this weekend. So uh, some interesting stuff, but we'll get to that here in just a few minutes. Um, moving on, Clay, to the news for this week. Uh, there wasn't much, but then I found – I, I kind of picked and uh, prodded until I finally found some stuff I thought we would like to talk about at least a little bit. Um First up, I stumbled across uh, this story from Kotaku. I'm not going to go into it. I'm just going to mention it uh, because I am, as we, as I said before, a huge Diablo fan. And we talked about Rod Ferguson going to Blizzard last week right. and uh, helping and uh, going to Diablo 4. Uh, Jason Schreier at Kotaku wrote a uh, huge uh, write-up on... Diablo. It's called The Past, Present, and Future of Diablo. Uh, it digs in deep into uh, Diablo 3 and um, what went down with Auction House and development and cancellations that happened with Diablo 3 and uh, apparently there was uh, a whole different version of Diablo 4 that was in the works and it got canned in 2016 and they started from the ground up again. Uh, if you're interested in all that stuff, because there's a lot of uh, a lot of changes happening in Blizzard right now, I suggest you go read it and check it out. It's an excellent read. Again, it's uh, on Kota- uh, Kotaku. Uh, Jason Schreier wrote it. It's the past, present, and future of Diablo. Uh, if you're interested in those games, I really suggest you check it out. I just wanted to bring that up real quick because oh, cool. I found it really interesting and you know it's kind of not the same thing as the bungee stuff but it's really fascinating to read and get a you know an idea of what exactly was going on behind the scenes with uh, both these games and yeah. of course both of them being Activision games so I just want to throw that out there uh, I did find this interesting though it just come out I just saw it drop today uh, Need, Need for Speed is going back to Criterion and they're uh, shuttering Ghost Games. Uh, Criterion has done the best Need for Speed games. Of course, they did uh, Burnout Paradise 2, which is probably one of my all-time favorite. Burnout was uh, fun. Yeah. So, but, you know, they did, um, Criterion did Rivals, Need for Speed Rivals, I think was the last one they did. I was kind of looking through here trying to see, but um, it's just interesting uh, that they're going to go back course Criterion's changed a lot from what it was when they were doing those games in the first place. Yeah. They've so done everything for EA. Here lately yeah. they've been working on they worked on Battlefront, Battlefront two, and they did Battlefront or Battlefield Five's uh Firestorm Battle Royale mode while they worked on them. So they've been kind of a uh kind of a uh pick up, I mean I don't know, a help a help studio, more or less. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I was always a fan of the Criterion uh, Need for Speed games and, like we said, Burnout Paradise because there isn't much better. Uh, the closest thing to Burnout Paradise for me would be, well, Horizon 4 right now, Forza Horizon 4. Yeah. It was the closest thing that made me, uh, you know, got me those feels that Burnout Legend or Burnout Legends, Burnout Paradise did. So, I just want to bring that up, too, because I found it pretty interesting. Uh, Ghost Games, of course, their Need for Speed games have not been that good. So, I probably haven't played a Need for Speed game since 
Criterion left, actually. Um, moving on from that, though, and staying in the gaming front, uh, today uh, the E3 exhibitor list leaks leaked, and uh, the second part of this article uh, don't, has nothing for me, but Jeff Keeley has declined to participate at Is E3. it Keeley or Knightley? It's Keeley on here. This is a Polygon article. Uh, Of course, you know, there's been a lot of talk about E3 and the changes and what's going to go on. Uh, Sony's not going to be there again this year. Of course, EA is not going to be there. Um, But uh, Phil Spencer said that obviously Microsoft will be there. But um, just real quick, exhibitor list. Uh, Well, no, I will go through this in a ton of them. Uh, Bethesda, Square Enix, Ubisoft, all your big games. Am- Amazon Games is going to be there, Clay, thankfully. Yay! Um, <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, because they do so much just, you know, award-winning stuff. But um, we'll see. I don't know. I'm sure you're kind of uh, excited to see what Bethesda's got up their sleeves. I know you're a big Bethesda fan. So I'm not sure if the new Doom, Doom game will be out before E3. I can't remember when it drops. I need to finish the first Doom. That that's fun, but yeah. I'm trying to play it on hard, and I need to just again just relax and enjoy that game mm-hmm. for what it is, because it is. And supposedly this new one is going to be over the top fun. Yeah, this is set on Earth, so it should be interesting. I don't know. I mean, I know we'll get together for the E3 stuff as we always do. Um, of course, the new consoles will be coming out. Uh, Sony won't be there, but we'll get our first look at the, our first real look, I'm assuming, at the Xbox Series X, and then I would think they will probably say something about whatever that lower tier one's going to be yeah. as well, so it'll be our first really concrete, unless they decide to do something beforehand. Uh, there had been a lot of talk of Sony doing something this month, but the only thing they've done so far is... Uh, uh, that website that tells you coming soon. So I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, there's that. Um, I found this one fun. Uh, Rick Moranis is coming out of retirement. Man, that is crazy. I always joke Rick Moranis, you know, retired with a Honey I Shot the Kids movie or money, mm-hmm. and here he is coming out of retirement like Michael Jordan. Apparently, he raised some more than Honey I Shot the Kids mo- money. He said, "No, thank you, Ghostbusters." What else he say? No, thank you too. Um, oh, I don't. know. I mean, you know, there's another movie series that he was in. He just said no to it. Uh, and, but no, they're like, hey. You can't uh, you can't do that without me, you know. So maybe he needs that so money. I don't know. Maybe he's addicted was, to cocaine. Who knows? There was Honey I Shrunk the Kids, which came out in '89. '92's Honey I Blew Up the Kid. '97's Honey We Shrunk Ourselves. And then he also played the character in Honey I Shrunk the Audience, which was a 3D film featured at several Disney parks between '94 and 2010. Uh, the only ones I've ever seen, I think, are the first two. I believe. Yeah. So I just find it a. It's just you know there's all this Ghostbusters revival stuff and everybody coming back for it and then he declines that but he'll go for the Honey I Shrunk the Kids movie. I don't know if it's gonna be a reboot or what. So, uh, man, he retired in '97. <laughs> he's he's been fine. He don't need yeah. that. 
So, um, he did Brother Bear. I, I don't know, he's done a lot. Oh, I, I didn't know he was in an episode of the Goldbergs. Huh. Interesting. What? He was? Yeah, he reprised his Spaceballs role in the 2018 episode of the Goldbergs. How? He's very interesting in his decisions. Yeah. I just don't get it. Yeah. So, but anyway. Oh, good for him. I'm glad, uh, glad he's back. back. Um, I, of course, one of my all-time favorite roles is um, Strange Brew, Bob and Doug McKenzie. It's such a good movie. So, uh, and then Ghostbusters too. But anyway, I just found that interesting that we uh, get to see more Rick Moranis after all this time. Man, I know Rick Moranis is an avid listener to our podcast, so I just want to personally yes. say welcome back. Yes, Rick, if you're listening, which I'm sure you are, Welcome back. We're glad you're back. Now he's going to Scrooge McDuck all that money he's going to get from this new reboot. This is it, the final, the final Rick. I'm very happy for him. So, but anyway. Do you think he's going to do some new, new shots? I, I doubt it. I, he might. I mean, who knows for sure. I always wondered, I mean, I always wondered, you know, Rick Moranis. Uh, is he packing? I mean, What? <laughs> uh, uh, moving on from that. Uh, yeah. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Uh, uh, let's talk some. Uh, uh, get back into games for a minute. Let's talk some Anthem. So it come yeah. out today that Anthem is getting a major, or not today? It come out this week. I'm sorry. Anthem's going to get a major overhaul. Uh, Great. Bioware confirmed this. Did you play? I guess we'll call it now Vanilla Anthem. Yeah, I played it. How much did you play? Oh, a lot. All right. I know that our friend Jesse, he played it. Didn't he beat? Did he beat the whole thing? He might have. I played one level. The open. I think I played the opening level of the game. Um, it's got a great premise. I like. I like the design. The, the suits and everything and the flight but it just never grabbed me um, nope. would you be willing to go back and play it again once they get all this done yeah I'll give it a second try just because Jesse bought it and I've got it on my heart <laughs> I mean well, it's in my list of games I can go back ah, to yes. sure. game share it's so good God bless you, Game Show. Yes. But, I mean, there's been games like that as well that started out, that had a really terrible, I mean, a lot of people were, like, dead in the water. For, Destiny. Uh, Destiny's uh, probably one of the more famous ones for going back. Destiny, but I don't know. They still, they were able to weather that, though. They didn't have to. Final Fantasy fourteen. I mean, well, that now, released, and yeah. it was terrible, and they went back yeah. and put a lot into it, and now it's a very popular, you know, online role-playing game. Mm-hmm. Um What's another game I'm thinking of? Uh, well, I guess you could almost argue that right now with uh, Fallout 76. You know, they're... I mean, well, the thing is, they've always planned... Well, no, they didn't. I mean, they said originally it's not gonna, there's not going to be any NPCs, no non-playable characters. You mm-hmm. literally are going to be, you know, relying on fellow humans in the wasteland as you, you know, try to settle it. And lo and behold... Now they're coming out with this huge update in April that's going to have a whole new quest line, like a whole brand new big story. Mm-hmm. It's free, but it's bringing back non-playable characters like a like a regular Fallout game would be. Right. So, I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, uh, No Man's Sky is the one I was thinking about. Remember No Man's Sky? Mm -hmm. Everyone's like, oh, my God. I mean, the the first trailer for that was amazing. You're like, this is awesome. And how it just came out for PlayStation, and so everybody was heralded as this next this game-changing game. And it comes out, and it doesn't do jack. Yes, it tanked. But they didn't give up on it. And they continue to put into it. And I think they came out with a huge update that added yeah, multiplayer and a bunch of other stuff. So. It's a prime example of a completely different game. I mean, they, it, they it's being rumored it's it. going to come out to Game Pass, too, man. If it does, I would, I would give it a try on Game Pass, yes. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, I would like to try it again. Uh, like I said, I like the character design and everything, but it just it just never did grab me. I, but I don't know. Uh, the question is, will anybody else come back? Just uh, you know, after all the ill will and stuff towards it and Bauer, man, they just they ruined all. It's the such a different company from the Bauer that we first uh, were introduced to, or at least I was, with uh, the first Mass Effect and everything. Yep. You know? Now, granted, they've lost their uh, their uh, original uh, the original uh, owners, or whatever, however you want, I can't even think of what I'm trying to say right now. Their, their original leads uh, both left. Uh, the two doctors, I can't remember their names right now, but... Um, you know they've gone through a lot of changes, and they're 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 a shadow of what they were, I think, at the height, which would probably be, wouldn't you agree? Mass Effect Two, probably. Mass the Effect Two is one of my, I probably put it on my top twenty games of all time. Mm-hmm. It was an incredible game. I mean, it built off that first game, which is a fun game, but it, oh gosh, and the story was so good. Yeah. I mean, if they came out with a trilogy, uh, just a redigit. Uh, a remastered version of it, I would definitely buy. Yeah, play it again. But yeah, Bioware is just. I think maybe it's EA though. I think EA has really put a lot of pressure on Bioware, and yeah, yeah, they've lost all that goodwill that they built up. So we'll see. I'll yeah. give EA. EA doesn't get a lot of props, but I'll give them uh, props just for at least letting them try to go in and fix this uh, thing. So we'll see. Um, I just find it interesting when you get to see something like this happen. Like I said, Destiny, it was changed, you know, and uh, you said No Man's Sky, and then there was the whole Final Fantasy thing. So, which hopefully we can get. Uh, been we've been talking about doing some guests and stuff, and hopefully we can get Jesse on here because I know he's sunk. I don't know how many hours into that game. Uh, for, I will play Final Fantasy 14 if it ever comes out. I have it. I will. <coughs> I have it on my PlayStation 4. But um, I just uh, every time I turn my PlayStation Four on, I want to play Spider Man. So uh, yeah. you know, I would like to get to it um, and at least look and see what it is. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, uh, one of these days, I'm with you. If it would, if it would, I would be more inclined to do it. And this is not a slight to Jesse, but just if it was on Xbox where our group could play together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so. We shall see. Uh, of course, we've talked, I don't know if we talked on here, but uh, rumors all the time about what all Square Enix is going to bring to Game Pass. So, 
We'll see. Which, I mean, we know they're bringing on the... I mean, all the Final Fantasies are coming. Right. Final Fantasy is on there right now. Yeah, um, I have downloaded it. I am itching to jump into those old PlayStation Final Fantasy. I never had a PlayStation. Right. I had a PlayStation 2 briefly, but I never played Final Fantasy 7, mm-hmm. which is that game, one of the it games for the PlayStation, the yeah. original PlayStation. So. Oh, yeah. So, but um, anyway, that's... Uh, just wanted to bring that one up as well. I uh, find it interesting. Uh, I find this a little funny for some reason I don't know uh, Nintendo publicly cut ties with a game publication after Pokemon Sword and Shield leaks uh, so this company let me find it here I had it pulled up and lost it uh, the reviewer worked for a Portuguese, Portuguese website F Nintendo and received a copy of Nintendo of the Nintendo Switch game early. He then shared photos of the game online that revealed multiple Pokemon and Sword Pokemon in Sword and Shield that were unannounced at that time. So they ended up Can't cutting do that, ties. Man. But uh, it's just interesting that they went ahead and cut ties because you see it all the time. But of course, uh, you know, you got mom and pop stores leaking stuff and so on and so forth. But uh, uh, I don't know. I, I I can't blame them. Yeah, exactly. So, they gotta they gotta protect their you know, property and stuff. That's stuff so they're I'm trying gonna... to keep under wraps until the game comes out. So I mean, I get exactly why they would do that. Mm-hmm. And people always want to be the first to talk, try to break news and stuff. It's like that with sports writers. If you see them on Twitter, they don't really care about if somebody. I mean, they especially if it's like a trade. You know, yeah. they don't care about the people involved. They're just trying to be the first ones to break it, just to get yep. their name out That's there. What it's it over, is. over dumb crap. It's just so. to get the clicks. Got to yeah. have those clicks. We get no clicks, and we don't. That's why we don't have to worry about breaking any embargoes. Uh, uh, yeah. So there's, there's a thing though, when this thing blows up eventually, and we're doing ads for Subway mm-hmm. and and Tampax. Um, People will always refer to these earlier podcasts as the dark times. I'm thinking I've got a good shot at getting us a diaper sponsorship. Uh, just when, yes. when, when I look at the amount of diapers that I yes. that have laying around right now, uh, and not and I'm not talking like Depends. I'm talking baby diapers. I mean, I guess I could probably try for a Depends one too, actually. But um, I don't know. Once this. Uh, Secret podcast. If we ever get it going, uh, I don't want to break embargo dates on it or anything like that. But you know, well, please don't um, don't trust our news to a Portuguese website because we don't need them breaking. Yeah, really. I just want to I want to bring that up again because Brandon was all mad that we were doing secrets and secret podcast. Okay, but uh, Um, I was going to tell you something really funny there. Sorry, it's all right. You'll think of it, and while you think of it, I'm going to move on to the next bit of news. Please do. Uh, <clears throat> Sony set the release date for a new Marvel movie, Clay, uh, in 2021. Really? Yes. Uh, October 8th, 2021. Uh, no word on what it was. It's just untitled Sony Marvel pick. And, of course, this has to... Of course, it's Sony, so it's going to be in the Spider-Man universe. Or so we're getting a Black Cat movie, then. You think that's what it is? If they can do it right, get, I would like know, to see a, Felicia Hardy. Right, I would like to name? see a Black Cat movie. Um, there's all there's been a lot of talk going around about a Craven the Hunter movie. Huh. Um, if done, <clears throat> if done right, it would be neat. Uh, obviously, they're setting up for this whole Sinister Six thing. Which I mean, why would you not? You know what I'm saying? If you have the chance to do that, 
why not go for it? Uh, John Watts, who did the first two Spider-Man movies, uh, said he'd love for love for the third Spider-Man film to feature Craven the Hunter. Actually, huh. so I don't know. Um, I've always liked Craven the Hunter as a character. I never. Um, I'm trying to think of that uh, storyline uh, from back in the day. Uh, Craven's Last Hunt. That's what it is. Uh, yeah, that's such. It was a. Uh, Actually, Iconic. it's one of the first Spider-Man stories that I really that really stuck with me. Just I think because it was so different. Plus, it was when he's in his black costume and all that stuff. So, man, that's such a good costume design, by the way. Mm. Oh, the black. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Yep. So I don't know. I mean, you got the oh, Jason. Yes. I remember what I was going to say. All right, I knew you would. My birthday is February twenty-third. Yes. I'm not doing anything. I'm not having a party or anything like that. I'm probably. I know I've got to go to your baby shower thing. That's on the twenty first, right? I don't know. Am I having a baby shower there? I guess so. Yes, I am. The twenty first. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm so man, don't tell me I ruined a surprise. But I mean, what does it matter if I have a surprise? I mean, what you, mean? you know, you have whatever. Well, I mean, Catherine told me about it. This, so the baby said, shower. Right, anyway. Yes. Yeah, so oh listen, no. I wait, need no. You. Are you going to shut up? A, are you going to set up the GoFundMe for people to pay money for my birthday? I didn't, I'm just saying, man. I didn't know I was supposed to. If you want to, man. I mean, people might throw in a couple bucks for my birthday. You know, why not? We, so. I mean, we can try it. Yeah, I'm not you should, sure. man. So I did find a picture of us from 2008 that I wanted to no. that I wanted no. to use for the. Uh, no, you didn't have long hair. I did find some of those too, though, Clay. Some of the oh, Jesus Clay, the Jesus Clay. Yeah, yeah, I don't care about from the the, uh, the the infamous Gatlinburg trips. <laughs> Man, whatever happened. We'll talk about that. Happened, Let's I not even go into that. We'll go into that. But uh, Choppy I, I found one from <laughs> we were somewhere. I can't remember. Where, it may have, was that during T-Mobile times. I think we were out for a T-Mobile thing or something. But anyway, um, it was. I said to myself, this would be great for the autographed picture that we were going to use. But nobody got back to me on that. So. I don't Which think I'm totally, that excited about it. I totally understand, but I just thought it'd be a fun thing to do. So, well, when are you going to design the T-shirt? Uh, That's the thing. People like free stuff. They don't want pictures. They they don't care about autograph. They want like a T-shirt. My wife told me that she would like an autograph picture of us, and my daughter did too. Actually, so you know, why do they they don't want autographs for? They don't want my autograph. They yeah, know no, me. They no. know me. Just so you know, my daughter said tonight, tell Uncle Clay. That I love uh-huh. him, so there. Oh uh, well, go. I love her too. There you go. But anyway, uh, the pic, the picture, the T-shirt thing, I've actually looked into, and uh, I, the designing part's easy. It's just you know having just doing it, actually getting it made. So, of course, you know, we'd have to send one to Glenn, our West Coast reporter at large, yes, correspondent. Yes, and uh, Josh, who helps me a lot with the. Uh, Website or not the website, yeah, but the, yeah. the group page and stuff. Very support, very yeah. supporting. We appreciate it, Josh. And uh, maybe Brandon. I don't know. Sometimes I wonder. <laughs> but anyway. T-shirts, man. Anyway, just t-shirts. t-shirts. I know somebody that's a really good artist. Yeah. We could probably have just conditioner. Well, no, I can come up with a really my, cool sketch of us. I mean, we could do that too. But I mean, obviously, I'd want to do one that is just the uh, normal logo that I. That I that's on every that I plaster on everything. So, uh, but anyway, okay, we've I completely gone off. We've gone off the rails as always. Uh, 
So we're going to move on from the Marvel movie because I just uh, completely forgot. We're going to move on from the Marvel movie. I had a good thought in there, I think. It might have been a good thought. So it might come back to me. But uh, I don't know. I would be up for a Black Cat movie. Um, They bring up... So just real quick, this is what it was. These are the movies that have rumored that are rumored for from Sony have been r- rumored over the years. Uh, Sa- Silver Sable, Black Cat, Craven the Hunter, Nightwatch, Madam Web, Jackpot, and of course the Sinister Six one, which we talked about. Right. What is the Nightwatch one? Do you remember what Nightwatch is? Nightwatch was like Blade and all oh, those guys, wasn't it? Yeah, but see. Spider or Blade is part of MCU pop proper now. Remember because they're doing the Marcella Marshala Ali one. Yeah, is it called? You said Nightwatch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find it here. I clicked on the link that they provided me, but it tells me oh oh Nightwatch is that uh he's a oh he's, he's the, like the yes. he's like the Prowler. He, he reminds like me of the design Spawn. of the Prowler. He looks like Spawn. Kind of. It's kind yeah. of a little bit of a spawn. Okay. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Uh, Spike Lee was in talks to direct that, actually. Huh. Wow. So, but those are some of the ones that have been rumored. I personally would like to see the Pace Pot Pete movie. Although. <laughs> the Enforcers. Yeah, they call him the Trapster uh, now. I had a real hard time finding uh, any info because I was looking for Pace Pot Pete, but apparently you need to look for the Trapster. So, but uh, we'll see. I don't know. Another. I, I'm kind of interested to see what they do with the whole Sony universe slash MCU because you know that the the Spider-Man characters, besides for Spider-Man proper, were supposed to be cordoned off into their own Sony Marvel universe. But then the more the, the uh, Morbus thing happened, and now there's apparently they're apparently part of the universe or something's going on so we'll see uh, that's one of the big reasons why I want to watch the, the Morbus movie whenever it comes out uh, which is I still need to watch Venom though get that whole if I can stay yeah. awake I shall watch it maybe when we get together for E3 we can attempt to watch it in broad yeah, daylight well no if we watch it in broad daylight or something you know yeah. it could happen we'll see uh, last up though Clay I wanted to touch on the whole Birds of Prey thing uh, of course, the movie came out this last weekend. It was projected to do fifty million. It ended up doing, I think, thirty-two million. I believe it was. That's just domestic, um, which uh, is underperforming. But you know, when you get down, when you think about it, it's an R-rated movie. Uh, it's most associated with Suicide Squad. Which yeah. is not liked, even though it did. I think it did seven hundred million, seven fifty. I think uh, total, but it's still not a loved movie. I personally, I, I told a friend, John, our friend Jonathan, that I thought that there was a lot of uh, connecting this with uh, Batman versus Superman and Justice League. Which we know are you know you, you know what people think of those. Yeah, I don't think they associate this movie with uh, the new DC EU stuff, which is to me Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Shazam, and of course the Wonder Woman eighty four stuff. I, I, I think people don't associate it with that. I think it has a bad taste in its mouth from Suicide Squad. 
I personally want to see it. I think that Margot Robbie's uh, Harley Quinn was the best part of the Suicide, Suicide Squad movie. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see. The crazy part is the news dropped this week that they were changing the name of it from Birds of Prey. What was it? Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of Harley Quinn. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Emancipation of One Harley Quinn to Harley Quinn Birds of Prey. But apparently the only thing they're doing is updating it on the uh, websites uh, when you go buy ticket ticket sale sites because apparently people are having a hard time finding it, which I didn't have a hard time finding it at all under... It's yeah, it's pretty laughable. Name. That's the excuse to yeah. come up with. So, you know... I don't know. Oh, excuse me. Woo! Bless you. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to. I couldn't find the mute in time. Oof. It's all good. Uh, so, I just find it interesting. It's kind of crazy. I mean, I I did see a Twitter post from somebody that had talked. Uh, they were estimating the movie cost at like $85 million, And people were talking about it not breaking even and so on and so forth. But it's already broke even if you include... Overseas, I think it had done. I think they said eighty million, and it had done like eighty-one million. Wow. So I mean, you know, it's breaking even at least, uh, and it could see a bump. I mean, there's not a lot of new movies coming out in the next few weeks. I know you got Sonic this weekend, but I mean, other than that, nothing. So I don't know. We'll see. I'll be interested to see where it goes. And like I said, I'm gonna try. I think I'm gonna get to watch it this weekend. So uh, I'll come back with some thoughts on it. Hopefully on next week's episode, if we have an episode. Episode. So we're, as always, in flux with these uh, babies about to be born. Uh, anything else you want babies to say about, about that one, born. Clay? Go ahead. <laughs> babies about to be born. Uh, so, moving on. Uh, last week, or no, last week, what was it, two weeks ago, Clay, we gave our Oscar predictions. I think yes. it was two weeks, and then this last Paris weekend... ruined everything for me. This last weekend was the actual Oscars uh, podcast. Um, not really a lot of surprises. Um, we're going to run down through these. Uh, just real quick, we're going to go over what, what we picked and then what won. And okay. we'll go from there. So... You were bragging about absolutely killing me, which I thought you were going to after yeah, after watching until Parasite. after watching 1917, which I'll get into here in a minute. But let's just start at the top with what I've got here: uh, visual effects. Uh, 1917, one for visual effects. We both picked Avengers Endgame. Uh, I'm surprised that. I, I don't know. I mean, I saw, I've watched 1917, and it's got good effects, but uh, when I think of practical effects, I think of these big CGI fests and stuff. I mean, that's what they are. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, we both picked wrong on that one. Uh, best Supporting Actor, uh, Brad Pitt won. Uh, Clay, you picked Joe Pesci, and I picked yep. uh, Brad Pitt. And then Best Supporting Actress, uh, Laura Dern, Clay, you picked Laura Dern. Yeah, that's my girl. Point for you, mm. and I picked Florence Pugh. Uh, 
<laughs> I picked wrong on that one. Uh, best actor, uh, Joaquin Phoenix won, and we both picked that one. That was pretty much a shoe-in. If there's one thing that was a shoe-in, I think, for the entire thing, that was it. Yeah. Uh, best actress, uh, Renee Zellweger won. Uh, you picked Renee Zellweger, and I picked... Uh, dude, it's just one of those things. She's, Renee Zellweger hadn't been in, like, yeah. you hadn't really heard anything about her. It's like well, they're just going to give it to Oscar. You know that's how that stuff works. As we said going into these, I had not seen... We had not seen... I'd seen two of the movies. I'm three. I saw Joker, Toy Story 4, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So, like, the best actress one was really tough because I hadn't seen anything. I don't think that anybody was up for. <coughs> so it was a hard pick. Uh, best animated film was Toy Story 4, uh, which we both picked. Uh, best director. Uh, I, uh, the winner was uh, Bong Joon-ho. Uh, Clay, you picked Sam Mendes, and I picked Bong Joon-ho. You did not. I did too. No, go back. You changed it. No, I didn't. changed it. I did not. Just I did go not. Uh, and then best picture was Parasite. Uh, Clay, you picked 1917, and I picked Parasite. You did not. No. I did too. No. Yes, I did. Liar. Whatever, dude. I've got the paper. You changed your. I did not change. change. I did not change mine. I had not touched okay. it. I found. I had to search for the flipping paper that we had put the that I'd wrote down the. Uh, All right. I'm gonna go back on. and listen to that podcast. That's fine. Go ahead. Uh, Proof is in the pudding. So, what do you think? Was you surprised? I, good for that. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna oh, I'm, go watch I'm, it. So, okay, I mean, so I went uh, over the last week. Like I said earlier, I have watched some of the movies now. Uh, of course, I had went and watched 1917, which we talked about when we did the list. And I, after watching it, I thought for sure that it was a shoe-in. Plus, it was winning awards left and right, which Parasite was too. But I didn't think it would win Best Picture. I had a good feeling of for him and Best Director, which it also won Best International Film. Yeah. Uh, it's the first foreign language film to ever win a Best Picture. Which is pretty awesome. I always thought Crouching Tiger and Dragon won it, something, but it may have won no. like best international, or I guess it's best foreign film at the time. But, um, but, uh, well, uh, results. Clay, you got four right. I got five right. Uh, the Parasite one is what put me over the top. Oh God, I'm seeing you rolling my eyes. Um, <laughs> but curse you, Robert. Curse you. After I watched, after I watched 1917. I thought for sure that I had chose wrong. I thought you were going to get that one because uh, I was on the edge of my seat the entire movie. It is a great movie. Uh, I can't recommend it enough. But over the last week, I ended up watching um, Ford versus Ferrari and Parasite and Jojo Rabbit. Because I really wanted to, I, I, every year I say I'm going to watch all the best picture movies, and this is the closest I come to actually getting to watch them all. Yeah. Um. So just, I'm I'm really glad Takia Watiti yes. got that Oscar. Did you see him hiding his uh or stuffing his Oscar under the uh, person in front of him seat at one point? Is pretty funny. Oh, uh, that's funny. Uh, Jojo Rabbit is really good. Uh, it's uh, it's more of a drama than a comedy. Uh, in the long run, 
but it's still it, it's a really good movie. I I watched it last night actually. Um, enjoyed it quite a bit. I would give it if I was if I was given a rating. Uh, I would give 1917 four and a half out of five. I would give Jojo Rabbit four out of five. Uh, Ford vs. Ferrari is an excellent movie. Um, if you're into racing, uh, you'll really like it. But it's, as it says in the title, it's about uh, the Ford Ferrari feud that was going on at Le Mans. Uh, and it's got uh, Carol Shelby, I think is Matt Damon's character's name. I never can remember Shelby's first name. But anyway, and uh, Ken Lewis, his driver. Uh, and Christian Bale's awesome in this movie, by the way. Uh, and so is Matt Damon. But it's a really good movie uh, about Damon, Ford coming Matt back Damon. and winning the uh, Le Mans. Uh, uh, it, the, my only problem was it was the longest two and a half hour movie. Wow. So, but I mean, it, the for me it was one of those two and a half hour movies that you know flew by, kind of like watching uh, Endgame. You know, that's what Helen was in game almost three hours. Yeah, and it's over before you even knew it. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like that for me. But again, if you're not, I, I think you'll like it even if you don't like racing, just for the acting and stuff in it. But like, if you're yeah, a racing fan, it's it, it's a really interesting story. It puts more into that story for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, I would give it. Uh, I'd probably give it four out of five too. I don't feel bad about giving these movies fours and stuff because we are talking about movies that are up for Best Picture. So now, Parasite. I've been dying to see this movie, and I didn't know really what this movie is going to be about. And I'm not going to give anything away. But uh, Clay, I think you need to watch it. I think you'd really like it. It goes. Sure. It goes some places, uh, especially in the third act. It really takes a turn. And it it's it's a really it's a really funny movie for, yeah. for the first half of the movie, and then when it makes that turn, it it it's uh, it, it it it's it's it goes it's really good. I, I would like to watch it again. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I, is that on video on demand? It's on Voodoo right now. I believe that's where I rented it from the other night. I watched it through the Voodoo. I think you can get it. I'm sure you can get it on everything now, you know. Okay. But um, listen, I I know you not Clay because we've watched all kinds of foreign language subtitled films and so on and so forth. But like, if you're scared of subtitled movies, I think you need to grow up. <laughs> that, grow up. You need to fight that fear, and you need to watch this movie because it it, it really is something special. Uh, what he's done here uh, to me it was you may watch it and say that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen but uh, it's it's uh, it's a special movie I, I would go mm, I'm trying to think if there's anything that just do you love the movie? I would give it 5 out of 5 right now do you love the movie though? I love that movie yes yeah it's a good then movie you, it's a really then, good movie then you must go to the movie Go to it, Jason. If you love it, go to it. So, <laughs> notice that I'm just going on and just letting... <laughs> continue rambling and I will continue on my talk. Uh, but that's it, Clay. Gosh, we're running really long. 
That's it. Anything else you want to say about our Oscars? Uh, um, screw you. I'll get you next time, Gadget. Since we're talking about cartoons, well, a I, bit, you know, there you go. I think you know you might get me when we do the MTV Movie Awards. So, oh, screw you. You see, that's just a slap in the face. <laughs> Look at that. I might as well lock that one. Do you remember? <laughs> here we go. Let's get off track for a minute, as always. I remember when the MTV Music Awards and the Movie Awards were good. That's how old I am. That's all I'm going to say about that. I mean, there was a time when both of those were like must-watch, especially the mu- uh, especially the music. Thank you. The, thank you, Father Tom, for the, the music podcast to talk about back in the day. Oh, man, I'm telling you that. Well, we're about to really go back in the day. So, I remember when Brad So last week, Clay. That's great. Last week, we um, had a talk about Transformers and Fast and the Furious doing a mashup. Which, again, that was a great idea. Yes. And I heard back from people, and they agree. Um, they would, uh, they would, most of them said they would kill off all of the Fast and the Furious characters in the first half of the movie, and then the last half would be just the Transformers movie. But still, I think it was Glenn. Why not? They bring them back as, as uh, Autobots. I think it was, I think it was Glenn so. that had said they would do a, I can't find the post right now. But I think it's Glenn that said that they would do a uh, a, a crossover with the Stunicons, which makes total sense after he said that yeah. it really does. And then that the Fast Mask. The Mask would be Fast, a great well, crossover. That's where this is coming to. Uh, one of the members uh, had posted that he was hoping that there would be a Mask conversation sometime uh, in the days of G- cool G.I. Joe and actual Metal Transformer toys. That show and the toys were some of my favorites. So that got me thinking. Um, man, cartoons back in the day were great. So I put a post out this week. And we may start doing this more often because we get some really good uh, stuff uh, thrown out in these posts. Like uh, the Ryan post about movies, uh, love movies that we hate. You know, we did that episode on that, and that was a really fun episode because it included, you know, we got everybody on the group page involved. Well, not everybody, but, you know, a lot of people were in there throwing stuff out. So I was like, well, I'm going to post one on cartoons. So I did a post, which, why can't I not find it now? Here we go. I posted one asking... A simple question for this week's show. Favorite 80s or 90s cartoon? Um, The post, the one that Ryan posted had, what was it I said at the time, like 94 comments, I believe, which was great. Uh, We were really excited because, you know, we hadn't really had that much, that many comments for just one, one post. You know, we get a lot of good comments, and we love everybody, and we love it when you post on there and you comment and so on and so forth. But that really struck a chord, and I was like, okay, well, if we can get somewhere close to that with this one, we'll be doing good. So, Clay, I posted it yesterday, and it is up to 183 comments right now. Wow. Okay. So I'm having to dig back through here, and I'm trying to pull all the comments. So what were your – what? okay, first of all, what was your favorite 
80s slash 90s. It can be either cartoon for you. Oh, man, that's hard. What's the one that just really sticks out for you? When you first think of something when you was growing up in the 80s or 90s, what's that first cartoon that just really caught you? Probably Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Turtles. I yes. love that cartoon. Getting up, watching on CBS. Yes. There was... Now... Go ahead. Now, let's be honest here about the cartoons we grew up watching. A lot of them don't hold up well today. No. You know, you go back because we're adults. Yeah. You know, and the thing is now we have adult sensibilities. You know, now... You I know, would now, say that most of them don't hold up well now. But I will still I, watch them. If I had told little me that's sitting there watching Teenage Mutant Turtles, Transformers, etc., that I would be watching a PBS show about people in the early 1900 uh, England era, <laughs> or World War One era, excuse me, in England, right. I would punch him in the face. And here, lo and behold, I loved Aunt Mabby, mm-hmm. and I never thought that would ever happen. But, you know, it's like the time that we went back and I bought the entire the entirety of the Transformers Generation 1 mm-hmm. cartoon on DVD that was strictly what? Was it Korean or was it Japanese? I think it was, though, because it, it, came, it, it was came one or the other, yeah. The menus, yeah. yeah, the menus were all in Japanese Korean. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it came with like a little pamphlet that had everything in English. But you go back and watch it and they're just the same old same old. It's just there just to sell toys. For, yeah, yeah I mean, that's all it was. Exactly I mean, it was. it was just a, it was a 30 minute Toy commercial, most of, all of these really. Uh, and before I got on there, me and Jesse were talking about this in detail, um, and it was a good conversation. Just because that's why I was saying I, I almost made the argument that kids may have it better now, just because of the quality right. of storytelling. I guess is what I'm trying to put forth. Mm-hmm. Sure, we had cool concepts. We had, I mean, Transformers is still going on now in different in, in iteration, iteration. Excuse me. Um, you know, whatever Transformer cartoon they have now. You know, kids are growing up on that. Mm-hmm. Um, kids get to grow up with cool Star Wars cartoons. We did not. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was droids, but I, 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 I never had access to it as a kid, right. you know. Um, but I feel like the quality is better. It's, it's better written. And animation's better. Um, but I'd also could argue, though, I mean, the animation now, in the first couple of seasons of Transformers is excellent. You can go back. Um, I was about to say, when you look at some of these... Uh, those early episodes, especially Transformers is one that really comes to mind. Um, those first episodes, of course, you know, they were meant to be basically miniseries. Uh, yeah. The first the first uh, Transformers arc and the first G.I. Joe um, were both, actually the first two G.I. Joe arcs were meant to be two separate miniseries, and then it grew from there. Um, but yeah, the, you can see a noticeable difference. Uh, Transformers is the one that really comes to mind because w- you could see it go up and down in quality over the seasons, but the most... Oh, there's a quality, again, we've talked yeah. about this before, the quality of Transformers goes after down the right after the movie. After the movie. After that, it's, because, it's no longer the same. It has a different feel for it. Uh, and I know that I have uh, listeners, or that we have listeners that will correct me if I'm wrong, because it's been a long time since I've really thought about this, but Transformers was produced by Sabin, and Sabin did uh, the the animation come out of Japan all the way up through the movie. And right. then after the movie, it, it switched to America, to North America, and it became terrible, except... 
if you'll go and watch the Return of Optimus Prime episodes, it goes back to that Japanese style. I'm not saying anime style, but you know, you can see a big difference because the Return of the Optimus Prime thing mm-hmm. is uh, some. If I remember right, I have not watched it in a long time, but the anim- animation in that harkens back to the better animation of uh, earlier Transformers. <clears throat> um, I was fortunate growing up, though, that there was a kid that uh, he lived with his grandparents just because I, I, I want to say I remember back in the day the mom was just, or maybe the dad, I, maybe both. Uh, they were just deadbeat parents. Mm-hmm. You know, so he got pawned off on them. And so as a kid, I guess for them to be able to help him cope, he got all the toys. He was that type mm-hmm. of kid. Got all kinds of toys. So I got to grow up with this kid. I'd go there and, and stay and get to play with all kinds of toys. We're talking like masks. Talking like Voltron, um, Star Wars. He had a bunch of old Star Wars toys, I guess, that were handed handed down to him. Um, what else? Silverhawks. He had Silverhawk mm-hmm. toys. Those were so cool. I just remember those toys back in the day. But Ghostbusters, all those toys. And so the toys, of course, are are just the drug, the added drug, because you know you want to watch the cartoons with mm-hmm. them. That are in it. So, but I remember watching He Man, and yeah, you go back He Man. Yeah, that was a blatant attempt. Oh, it was just cash grab. toys, cash grab, and and it still exists to this day. Obviously, I mean that's, that's the reason why is, they yeah. create all kinds of it, anything, whether it's movies, cartoons, it, that still exists. But my argument again is that you ha- you probably have a better He Man Shira cartoon now because it's actually telling like mm-hmm. these you know serial actual, stories actual over art. art. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I feel like kids do have it better now. And then Jesse, of course, then argues, like, no, oh, I mean, we have better, you know, the, the cartoons kids have now are just lame, whatever. And I'm like, that, that's that's the thing. Well, listen, you're looking we're, we're always, but you're looking, we are generation looking through our teen and, well, yeah, teen, I was watching cartoons as too. But our child eyes and remembering these yeah. shows. Now, when you go back with, in my case, your 40-year-old eyes, He-Man is hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have as hard a time watching like Transformers and G.I. Joe. I think there's just so much nostalgia, and that was so much a part of my life that, you know, I can look over, I can still sit down and watch those, but some of them, it, I mean, some of them it's a fight to watch. Um, but we're, let's, let's get down to this list, Clay, because, man, we... We've been talking a lot tonight. Um, I didn't mean to cut you off on that other thing, but I just looked at the time. Um, for me, uh, it's Transformers. Obviously, I've talked about it a lot on here. If you listen, you know that I like Transformers. Uh, it was the one that just it it was it, it was it or GI Joe because both those were like right there in at, at the right time in my. Uh, Younger years, yes, that they hit right. Uh, my first Transformer was a Sunstreaker Lamborghini, the Lamborghini. Uh, I can remember those metal Transformers. They were so cool. Uh, but Don't forget GoBots. Well, I have to, there's some stuff <laughs> down in here. I have to go with Transformers, though. It was the one that just, uh, it, you know, it, it, it was my jam. But G.I. Joe was a close second. Uh, I'm going to roll down through here. Uh, Isaac brought up uh, gargoyles, and of course we. Man, gargoyles is so good. And, when I was a kid, I just remember like I couldn't wait mm-hmm. to see the next episode because they told a story, a great story. Yeah, uh, it's on Disney Plus. I, I did mention that I need to go back and watch that. I have I, um, 
it's been a long time since I've even watched an episode of Gargoyles. And, of course, he brought up, and there was a lot of mentions of uh, Batman the Animated Series. If we're looking at, like, 90s cartoons. Now, 90s cartoon and Batman, Batman the series is always one I don't of the think you can get time, much man. better than Batman. God. I really don't. When it comes to that time, uh, I was still in elementary school when it w- was when it first premiered. And that was like, as soon as I got off the bus, I booked it into the house as soon as I could and sat down because it was showing. You know, that I have a lot of good memories with that as well, yeah. getting out of school. And my dad, the, the cool thing about dad mm-hmm. was that uh, he loved watching cartoons with us. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we get off, you know, if he didn't have to go into work at the theater and go do paperwork, we'd go home and catch whatever was on on Fox, you know. And so, yeah, Batman was one of them. Yeah. So we'd sit there and watch that or X-Men. That whole... And man, that was just a good... The whole game. Batman, like, that was really a change. I mean, I remember, because, you know, it premiered in primetime on Fox was when it first yeah. premiered. Man, that art style yeah. was so Yeah, so it was beautiful. so different from anything else at the time. Uh, Isaac also brought up uh, Beast Wars. Um, so I never got into that. I was I turned never, off by the animation. I never watched. I was too. It was that early CGI stuff, and it just for yep. me it didn't look good. And I was a diehard uh, traditional animation fan. Yep. And so Same. Uh, I, I don't think I really was turned on to CGI until to- Toy Story. Probably was the first one that really made me think that you know it was possible for CGI to work as a uh, form, an art form type of deal. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I know that I know some of the Beast Wars story. Um, of course, there's the famous uh, Ghost of Starscream one. I believe is a Beast Wars one. Uh, please correct me if I'm wrong on that. Uh, but uh, it's a really cool story. Uh, this takes it does tie into the other the Transformers Generation One Transformers stuff. I believe. Um, yeah, Isaac does say that it's a total it's a part of the show's original continuity so uh, I would like to go back I, the, the hard part for me though is sitting through that early CGI because it's rough it's kind of like when we were checking out the Babylon 5 stuff and you know that early CGI on it Whew. hard yeah. to watch uh, Shannon come in with uh, uh, Jim Henson's Muppet Babies the original cartoon man Muppet Babies I love that show it man. Was so good, God, so good. I, when I was a kid that you know, you, you had ABC, NBC, and CBS, and all of them had Saturday morning cartoons, and that was must-watch Saturday morning cartoon. Like, it, it didn't matter what else was on. I had to turn it and watch Muppet Babies. It was so good. Get up early when you know it's like a yes. whole new season uh-huh. of cartoons. You look forward, man. Man, Saturday, make a whole morning out we, of it. I, oh. I, I don't want to get into it too much, but, man, I, I tell my wife all the time how, how – how sad I am that my daughter does not get to get up on Saturday mornings and watch cartoons like we did. Because yeah. that was like, oh, man, it was so nice. Uh, Shannon also brought up the Care Bears, the original cartoon. I remember Care Bears. Uh, of course, uh, Rainbow Bright. Um, Rainbow Bright used to come on at my house at like 6 in the morning. And for some reason, I just really got into Rainbow Bright. And I would get up at 6 in the morning and watch Rainbow Bright. Uh, I, watched all, I, I watched anything, though. I don't care. I'm, I can't sure. shut up. I hate sure. you. Uh, we had Rainbow Bright. We had uh, Ryan brought up. But who was the first one to bring up X-Men? Man, now, being an X-Men fan and this being a part-time X-Men podcast, man, that was such a great cartoon. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. 
Yeah. You know, you find out about it, that it, stuff in the in the comics. I think it started a little. It started a little rough. I mean, it was good, but you know, but uh, as it went on, it got better and better. Uh, animation, I don't think holds up too well. I mean, it's not terrible, but and I love yeah. those costumes. Though, oh, the costumes, yeah. Uh, my loving wife brought up uh, strawberry shortcake. She was a huge strawberry shortcake fan. Uh, Shannon was the first one to bring up Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm proud of you, Shannon. Good job. Um, Ryan brought up uh, the real Ghostbusters. Uh, man, I used to love that cartoon. Are we? No, about not the original. The Funimation. No, not one? the Funimation ones. The do you know that that came before yes. the actual Ghostbusters uh-huh. stuff? I had no yeah. idea. I tried to find a GIF of the other one, and they don't have one. So they had that gorilla. Yeah, had the gorilla and everything. Uh, he also brought up turtles. It was like a ghost. Their villain was like a ghost that uh, uh, like a robot ghost. That's like what? Kathleen brought mm-hmm. up a great one. Animaniacs. Man, yes. okay, I still quote yes, Animaniacs to this, to this day. day. That was such a wacky show, man. Just with the, was it Wacko? Yes. He's the one that Wacko, Yakko, and hello. what was Dot? Dot. Thank you. Hello, da do da do. It was a uh, or hello nurse. Yeah. I always hello, say that to some people. Like, they're like, excuse me, what? And I'm like, yeah, hello. That nurse. was part of the, and that spawned off uh, Freakazoid, which yeah. is also well, a cartoon that a lot of people don't remember. Pinky in the brain. Yeah. Don't forget Pinky. Yep. Uh, you know that was part of that must watch uh, week weekday WB. afternoon cartoon block. Uh, long, yeah. I think Batman was in, lumped in with that. And don't forget Tiny Toon Adventures, baby. Yes. Uh, Shannon also brought up the Jetsons and the Flintstones. Uh, oh, that's different. I let it slide. I told her uh, because they were both good shows. <laughs> you let it. Slide. I could have deleted it off, but I didn't. Uh, Glenn, I. Oh no, no. I knew Glenn had my back. He he brought up Transformers. I knew he would. I'm glad somebody was out there with me. Uh, Ryan come in with a. Old, not old, but like a one that long forgotten. Uh, Centurions. Do you remember Centurions or the Centurion? Toys? No, I never did. Never did watch. Do you remember that. the toys because like they had like a bazillion yeah. pieces that snapped onto them. I think me and my brother had one, and we lost everything within a day because there's so many little pieces that just snapped onto them. Uh, George brought up uh, Liquid Television, MTV Classic. All right, the dude. I'm surprised. I don't know why my mom let me get away with mm-hmm. watching some of that stuff. But the MTV. Okay, so you had Eon Flux, mm-hmm. which that is still crazy to me. Which then spawned you had out, uh, spawned out of uh, a lot of those spawned out of Liquid Television. You know, because yeah. wasn't Eon Flux part of that for a while, and then yeah, it got its it own show. Yes. Uh, you had Eon Flux, and you also had MTV's The uh-huh. Head, and then when they did The, the Max, Max that The Max was, was the killer one. Mm-hmm. Well. Ion Flux was really good too. Don't get me wrong, but it also spawned a terrible Charlie's The Orange movie. So, you know, uh, yeah, it happens. Catherine yeah. brought up Jim. I, <laughs> I used to watch it. I'd watch any cartoon you put in front of me. I think back in the day, whatever it was. Uh, she also brought up brought over. She brought up Thundercats. I used to love Thundercats. Thunder, thunder, there's thundercats. Not, there's, oh. When I think of these, there's not really. Many cartoons from back in the, especially in the 80s, that had a better opening than the Thundercats did. That opening is just amazing. I, I would like to, uh, they're doing a reboot right now on like Cartoon Network or Boomerang that looks terrible. Uh, it's kind of in the vein of uh, Teen Titans Go and all that stuff. So, 
Let's not forget the Disney cartoons. Uh, we got uh, DuckTales. I'm getting down to them. I'm just running down this list. Uh, Catherine brought up Fraggle Rock. Uh, yep. That was a great one. I didn't get to watch Fraggle I think I've said it on here before. I didn't have cable uh, back in the day, so I did not get to watch Fraggle Rock for a long time. Uh, Josh brought up one of my all-time favorites. Uh, I can remember those first five episodes of Ren and Stimpy and how it just completely changed my outlook on cartoons. It, Man, that is so t- crazy. Uh, I don't know how well it holds up now. I haven't watched it in a long time. Uh, I don't know. The more you find yes, out about the creator, yeah. did you see that? I was gonna, I didn't want to say it on. I didn't want to post it in there. But did you see that? Uh, Documentary. I think they were talking about it being at South by Southwest uh, about John Kay yeah. and like all the allegations brought against him and all that stuff. So it kind of puts that whole yeah. thing in a different light. The Ren and Stimpy stuff. It does. It also reminds me when I was a kid when Smurfs mm-hmm. were on and people were like, "Don't watch Smurfs because uh, the guy's yeah. a Satan worshiper." You know, when people blame Satan for everything, like this big fear of Satan. Listen, Smurfs were awesome. Loved it. Uh, Catherine brought up Gummy Bears. Uh, my, Gummy my, Bears. I can still sing the song. My daughter makes me sing it with her all the time. She, that, I, the cool thing about a lot of these, especially the Disney ones, they still hold up today because I can sit down with her. And the good thing about Disney Plus is we can go and watch these, and she loves watching Gummy Bears. Uh, right. Josh. <laughs> Of course, uh, thanks, Josh. He, he for first one to bring up uh, South Park. <laughs> Yep. Man, I remember being in high school, I think I was what a sophomore, and everybody was like at their lockers talking about how funny that first episode was. And it was I so had hilarious. moved when the first I had heard about the I had heard about South Park and how it was like a, a dirty version of uh Peanuts, Charlie Brown and everything. And I went to my stay with my mom in Myrtle Beach and she had Comedy Central. I didn't have it at the time. And I recorded the first like three or four episodes. Of course, the first one was a uh, big gay house, big gay. What was a uh, big day? Big gay dog was that the name of the episode? Big. big I think it was big gay important. No, that was his big gay. Well, the first one was with, with the big gay dog and big gay owl. <laughs> you so know, I brought it back. I recorded a bunch of them on VHS and brought it back home when I come back. And the, we had a snowstorm, and my grandma got stuck staying with me, and me and her watched it. And I've never watched my grandma laugh as hard as she did watching South Park. It's, That's so funny. And it, you know, my grandma. Her. So it's not really that big a surprise, but at the same time, she laughed nonstop. One of my favorite episodes of South Park, I always remember this, was the second episode. Mecha That's Strat. the one where they had the clone oh, yeah. stand. But no, that was yeah. next. That is a favorite episode, yeah. but I'm always reminded, though, when the reporter, remember yeah. the clone? He's like, me by that stand? <laughs> but, yeah. And then the reporter goes, and no. the clone was reported as saying, but chomp, chomp. but chewy, chomp, chewy, but chewy, chomp. Me <laughs> <laughs> by We used to watch that all the time. Yeah. Uh, my favorite one, probably yeah, my dude. favorite one is the, uh, where you meet the chef's parents in the lock, the, the succubus episode where you, Man, the lot this monster and he wanted a tree. He said he wanted a tree. Hell no, Martha. Oh, Harold, where are you going? Oh, Martha. Moving on, because we could do a whole episode on just South Park. George brought up Ion Flux, which we mentioned. Derek brought up, and I knew he would because I can count on him to bring in the wrestling. He brought in Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. 
which was a oh, classic yeah. back in the day. Being a wrestling fan, you had to watch that one, and it was great. I don't know if it still holds up. Uh, I brought in Brave Star. You remember Brave Star? Uh, yep. And one of my favorites. It's not from the eighty or from the eighties per se, but I was watching it, and the first I ever heard of it was then was uh, Captain Caveman and the Teen Angels. I always loved Captain Caveman as a character. And, and son. Uh, it's just such, I always love that one. Nobody liked it, but that's okay. I'm gonna like it right now. Man, the Nintendo cartoon though. Uh, this one was yeah, hold on. Uh, we're getting to it. Uh, did you ever see Chase and the Wild Warriors? Oh man, no, they had toys did. based on it. I used to love that cartoon. It was one of those uh, where you would find the. It's the same thing. It was just a big commercial for a toy, but. I could get I could rent it on VHS here in town and I just watched them nonstop. Could be terrible now. I don't know. Uh, of course, we said He Man. Uh, Trey brought up Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, I used to love that as a kid. That cartoon. Did you never watch it? it? I, I should let you borrow my uh, copy of it. I've got the full series. It only ran for one season. <clears throat> uh, there was. Uh, you know, a bazillion different versions of uh, Super Friends. But the one that really stuck yeah. with me because it had... Cy- Meanwhile, at the Hall of the Justice. The one that stuck with me was the one that had Cyborg and uh, Firestorm in it. And it was the Superpowers yeah. Team Galactic Guardians. Uh, first, I think that was the first time I remember ever seeing Firestorm. So that was a... Uh, I always had a... Uh, like that was one of my favorites of the whole Legion of Superheroes thing. Uh, uh, Voltron's on here. Uh, Sailor Moon, Silverhawks, which we talked about. I I found a lot of these like Silverhawks and Visionaries uh, and Centurions and stuff. My grandma had a satellite had satellite TV back in the day, and you know how with satellite you would just you'd have to turn the dish and dial it in. And I would eventually find a lot of these that were only in syndication type of deals. So I was, yeah. that's where I was able to find like Silverhawks and stuff like that. Uh, Brandon brought up uh, The Simpsons, which of course it's classic. Oh, yeah. I think it's lost a lot of its edge now. Uh, GI Joe, which we talked about, uh, Visionaries. Uh, uh, Trey brought up the GoBots, which is the, uh, the <laughs> he said is the Kmart of ro- robot <laughs> cartoons. <laughs> And then Jason actually has a link on here for a history of the GoBots, which is on YouTube, which I've been meaning to sit down and watch. I think it would be pretty neat to see. Yeah, I'll check that out. That too. I don't think I've ever seen it. Um, Mask, of course. Uh, Man, Mask. Oh, when's the last toy. time you – did you, you watch the cartoon, right? When's the last yep. time you watched that opening? Oh, man, man you need to go watch well. it. It's really good still. Still holds up. I had the first mass toy I had was the helicopter that turned, the motorcycle that turned into a helicopter. Uh, and then my so parents cool. got me the Boulder, what was it, Boulder Hill playset. Yeah, the gas station, man, right? That's awesome. They had, those were some good toys. Uh, somebody put the biscuits on here that somebody was me. I was, <laughs> remember when the USA, remember USA <laughs> used to do the cart, the, the Cartoon Express? And they, yes, you yes, could, that's where you that. all kinds of like just unknown cartoons that you had never seen. And that's, uh, yeah, speaking of USA, what about yes, Duckman? Duckman's a good one. I don't think he even put it in. Man, that was twisted. Yeah. I can't believe I watched that as uh, a kid. Do you remember Kid Video? 
Yeah, it's yep. on here. I had forgotten about it till they post till Trey posted it. Uh, Brandon come back with uh, Batman the animated series again. Uh, there's the cartoon All Stars to the rescue. Yes, uh, I, I matched that with the Laugh Olympics again. Not from the 70s, but I was in the in the 80s is when I was introduced to it. Uh, King of the Hill. <laughs> Man, King of the Hill. Yeah. it's underrated. I don't think it gets the love. Do it you deserves. remember the Littles? Oh man, uh, no. I, that's one I used to watch all the time growing up. Uh, Trey had that in there. He was bringing out some old ones, some old but good. Someone said Beavis yeah. Foothead, though, right? Uh, there's the okay. Cowboys, which were actual cows. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I see uh, that. Okay. Ultron again, Gargoyles, Silverhawks, Iron Flux, uh, Beast Wars. Of course, we talked about the Max. Uh, so good. Uh, Dr. Katz. Uh, I never watched a lot of that, but it was a good one. Uh, what's the one, uh, John Lovitz? The critic. Oh, the Thank critic. You. I could not remember the name of that. Save my life. Uh, Ryan put Smokey and the Spartacus on here. Uh, you need to check it. The YouTube link he put on here. Uh, it's, it's pretty crazy. Uh, Rude Dog. Remember? Don't the Dino, the dinosaurs. Rude Dog and the Dweebs. <laughs> Doug. Uh, Rugrats. What about Dexter, the yes. last dinosaur? Uh, Cadillacs and dinosaurs. Well, that's the yeah. Nickelodeon block. Yeah. yeah, man, the first yeah. Nicktoons block. Yeah, that uh, was Garfield great. was always a favorite, of course. Uh, Peanuts, She-Ra. I'm just kind of man Heathcliff, but I thought Riff Raff was a lot better yeah. than Heathcliff. I felt like Heathcliff was like at least Riff Raff, even though he was like slumming it out in that junkyard. At least he was mm-hmm. always trying. He was hustling. He was trying to make money. Heathcliff. He was just I'm poor. Just, uh, he was just a uh, bum. I'm just trying to uh, burn through some of these because, man, it's all right. It's all right. No, I, it's fine. I'm just saying. That's why. I'm, but seriously, yeah. though, man, Heathcliff, get a job. Uh, Ronan Warriors. Uh, Ronan Warriors. Uh, I don't think I ever watched it. I know what it is. Samurai Jack. I don't know if Samurai Jack was no, it's early. No, it's 2000s. Eh, maybe. Was it? Uh, Simpsons on here again. Um, of course, uh, Looney Tunes was on here. Uh, we go down there. Some more Transformers. The Tick. That was a good one. Spoon. Yeah. Uh, Voltron again. Exo Squad. Uh, Back to the Future cartoon. Uh, Beetlejuice cartoon. Anybody mentioned? No, nobody mentioned mentioned Beetlejuice actually. Um. Yes, that was such a uh, good Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Uh, you said Beetlejuice and made me think because it was at the same time was a, a pup named Scooby Doo. I used to love that. Yeah, and when they had the chase scene at the end, I'd be up dancing along with them. Yep. Uh, there was, uh, you know, Disney had a great block. You had Rescue Rangers, Tailspin, Spin, Tailspin. 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 Hmm. They had about tails. You had tailspin. You had Darkwing Duck in there. Darkwing of course, Ducktales. Ducktales was always a classic. Uh, there was the Mr. T cartoon, and I cannot t- remember okay. the name. Everybody say Simon. No, nobody said the Chipmunks. Surprisingly, uh, there was the Mr. T cartoon that I cannot remember the name of. The saved my life. I'm looking it up right now. Mr. T cartoon. Uh, what's the name of it? It was just Mr. T. That's why. I, okay, never mind. It was just Mr. T, so I had it right. 
That was a, a great, terrible cartoon. Uh, Strawberry Shortcake is on here again. Uh, Inspector Gadget, which we hadn't mentioned. Next time. Danger Gadget. Mouse. Uh, the Pac-Man cartoon. Uh, Tiny Toon Adventures. Gosh, there was a lot of them. People had some really good ones, and it really brought back a lot of stuff I hadn't thought about in a long time. The Wuzzles. Remember Snorks? You ever watch Snor- the Snorks? Snorks, uh, yeah. Popples. What was it? Popples? There's Duckulas on here. Uh, there's the Winnie the Pooh cartoon. Uh, Captain N. Man, that was a good one. That had okay. That that was the uh, that had where the, he had uh, the light gun. Captain in the game, yes. He had the yeah. light gun, and they, they fought yeah. Mother Brain. Kid, it had, it had Simon, Kid Icarus, Belmont. Uh, Simon Belmont. Hold Simon on, I'm Belmont. Simon Belmont. And it had Down Syndrome yeah. Mega Man. <laughs> <laughs> it is terrible. It's like, man, what happened uh, to you, Mega Captain Man? Planet. <laughs> Captain Planet. And then uh, Josh chimed in. Finally, we had a Beavis in the Butthead, thanks to Josh. Uh, Keep going. Oh, I always liked Rocco's Modern Life. That's on here. Rocco's Modern Life. I think that's where we end with uh, Rocco's Modern Life. Uh, That's quite a good list, Clay. Uh, Anything else you can think? I mean, I could. Man, don't forget any of the Mario Brothers cartoons. And then every Friday had The Legend of Zelda, which it had the very, I guess you would say, prick version of Link. He was also born for Zelda. Was that the Excuse one that had Space and everything on it? No, I'm trying no. to remember the name of that one. Super Mario's cartoon would uh, be Monday through Thursday, and every Friday it was uh, Legend was of Zelda. Um, uh, I've got to uh, give a special shout-out to Thundar the Barbarian. I know it was in the 70s, but, man... Well, I mean, if we're going to bring that up, then you got to bring Johnny Quest. When I saw Quest, Johnny Quest Thundar, oh, my goodness... Man, of course, you know, I think they started rebroadcasting about the same time. You know, you had the Conan the Barbarian craze and all that in the early, in like 82 or something. Yeah, 82 yeah. was the first one. And so you had Thundar and like you had the Barbarian, but the future stuff and that opening is still amazing to this day. So, but uh, that was a good list, Clay. Anything else you want to add that you can think of? No, nah, man. It's just. I can't think of anything. Well, I mean. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that. Oh well, yeah, they had the the bad guys or something. Like oh, Dragon's Lair. Oh man, yeah. Dragon's Lair. Uh, I don't know. It just you know, when I was looking back through all this stuff, uh, like I said earlier in the conversation, it just makes me sad that like my daughter doesn't get to enjoy Saturday morning cartoons the way I did. Of course, with cable. With, that with cable terrible. now, it doesn't matter because she can get up and I can just turn on Disney, you know, Disney Junior. But that's not the same yeah. as when I was growing up and Saturday mornings was what it was all about. And I can remember, like, I love getting, like, my old comic books out and you'll see those ads for, you know, CBS's Saturday morning lineup and you get just jazzed and kid couldn't wait to see what was going to be happening and all that stuff. So it's just not the same now as what it used to be. That's uh, not. Oh well. Uh, thanks everybody who got in on the fun on that. Uh, I was like I said, it just blew my mind that we had 183 comments. I believe is what I said. Uh, it's just crazy. I could. I wish we could sit here and just talk about them all day, but we're 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 already 
close to two hours, Clay, if not over two hours, which, yeah. Are we? Oh, yeah, we're at our 40 so, minutes right now. Uh, Dang. But, uh, again, thanks, everybody. Uh, if you have a suggestion that you'd like us to talk about in this manner, please feel free to put it up on the website because uh, as the show has uh, kind of grown and morphed into something uh, completely different from what we started as, really, uh, I think we're getting more into this talking about what's happening, you know, we used to keep the news stuff, but like we don't really have a it's we always have a, evolve, we, we've really it's moved away evolve. from having a feature thing every week, but it's fun featuring stuff that is put up on the group page like this. Uh yeah, 183 comments. Uh that's great. So anytime, I mean, or if you want to suggest something and you don't want to put it on there, if you just have something you want us to talk about, as always you can email us you know, and let us know. But uh, again, I just want to thank everybody because that was a that was fun when you get out there and you see everybody. Better be careful, Jason, because somebody's gonna be like, "Why don't you guys talk about Enya?" Well, well, then I then and I'll just have to, talk about one I'll have to sit down and listen to Enya songs and figure out which ones are my favorite. Didn't they do that one? Didn't they do one in one of the Lord of the the first Lord of the Rings movie? I can't remember. But, uh, speaking of emails, Clay, uh, we have a couple emails this week. Did Glenn finally well, send an email? Well, we're going to get to that right now. Uh, Glenn sent, yes, he did. He had a two-part email, actually. So, let me just start with the first one. He said, uh, been a busy week and I forgot to send an email. Josh may never let me live, lived, may never let me forget this. Oh, well, the world is not ending and it will be okay. Still love the show, guys. Thank you. Uh, what, are you what are your guys' thought on Scooby, thoughts on Scooby-Doo? Are you pro or anti-Scrappy? I know where you'll be on this one. What do you think about the, about the series where they always had guest stars? I think those usually sucked, but you got to love the Batman episodes. What about the movies? Anyway, I always say instead of what would Jesus do, what would Scooby do? What would Scooby do? <laughs> Uh, oh. So let's answer this, and I'll move on to the next part of his uh, email. Oh, get ready to no. bleep me out. Uh, <laughs> that means I'm going to have to sit here and go all the way through this. <sighs> hey, listen, it's at the uh, it's at the one uh, one hour forty five yeah. minute mark. There you go. I'm looking down at my Skype audio timer. Uh, yeah, listen, I love Scooby Doo. Loved him as a kid. Um, I, 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 I enjoyed the fact when they started having like Hollywood guests on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really loved oh, I do. I love that animation. The original Scooby Doo was just like, man, the original, the, the first one, I have the whole series over here and it was one of the first things that I let, that me and, uh, Ella, Ella Kate watched, the music, watched together. Yeah. Yeah, dude, like the music man, the, do, do. Now, do, 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 do. Or the you know when they're doing the chase. I don't oh, have a problem with oh. Scrappy Doo. I never did. I mean, it's he's not my favorite or anything, but uh, I never had a problem. Death the, to uh, Scrappy Doo. The guest star stuff. Uh, the, the ones I remember more than anything because they showed them all the time. Other than the Batman ones, were the Harlem Glo- Globetrotter ones. But um, 
Laurel. Didn't yeah. they have Laurel and Hardy? My yeah. favorite was when they do the Blue Fa- Blue Falcon and Dino Butt. Man, that yeah. was the weirdest episode when they hung out with Hitler, though. I was like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> of course, uh, it was Scrappy. Scrappy Dude was the one that found him. And it was like, yeah, yeah I, I'm with Glenn. A lot of those just weren't that good. Uh, obviously, the Adolf Hitler one was not that good. Um, yeah, terrible. As for the movies, I'm assuming we're talking the live-action ones from a few uh, years back with uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prinze Jr., I, I, don't ever, I don't think I've ever watched them. Uh, I can say that the the new Scooby Doo movie that comes out in May, my daughter is like way way excited for, which makes me feel kind of good because I'm you know, like I said, I've always Scooby Doo was like one of my go tos. Anytime Scooby Doo was on, I had to watch it. Like even the Thirteen Ghosts Scooby Doo, we mentioned a pup named Scooby Doo, so I'm. I'm a sucker yeah. for that animation, yeah. man. That Hanna Barbera, all the, you know, well, Thundar, Thundar was some of that. Um, Flintstones, of course, and Jetson. But yeah, all the, well, hey, Hong Kong Fui, one of my all-time favorites. It was a Hanna Barbera. I love yeah, Johnny, Johnny Quest. Quest. Johnny Quest, yes. that is some uh-huh. of the best. Oh, so uh, sexiest art. Moving on to the second part of his email, he says, uh, "Shout out to Clay for quitting smoking cigarettes." My wife is quitting too. Thank you. She has made it 41 days as of me writing the email. Wondering what, hey. wondering what Clay is doing and or using to help him in his journey. So Clay, what's your uh, what's your secret? Stone cold <laughs> willpower. Stone cold willpower. But again, if she smoked on a regular basis, kudos to her for her going that long. I always mm-hmm. smoke when I drink. It just so happened that I go out socializing with coworkers after you know we'd sit there and, and talk mm-hmm. work, but. No, over beers and cigarettes. Mm-hmm. So from I had to cut that out. It's hard. So yeah. I, and and well, I went through darts Tuesday night, and well, I didn't mean to throw darts. I went to go support my old dart group, and I got thrown in. So uh, you know, and I did have a couple beers in the back of my mind. I was like, man, mm-hmm. I really need a cigarette. But you know, I was like, man, how are you going to reset the clock on that? But make sure that you celebrate the 69th day because that's a nice number. Hashtag nice. <laughs> So, moving on from that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next one is from uh, one Josh Powell. He says, first off, big shout out to my wife for putting up with me being a dork. Uh, what's the most you've ever laughed at a co-op video game? Playing Overcooked 2 inspired that question as it has has, has to be up there. Also, am I now time for the email champ? Uh, seems like Mr. McGowan skipped a week. Uh, Josh. So, Clay, um, most you've laughed during one of our many multiplayer games. Anything come to mind? Other? Oh, Man, we had some really good experiences yeah. playing Halo. I mean, there's things that we can't yeah. say on this podcast that we laughed at. Yeah. Messed up things. And then more than likely came out of my uh, mouth. Yeah. So, but, like, just for pure joy-wise... Uh, you know, I haven't laughed like we have on Overcooked in quite a while. Well, I miss couch co yeah. games that we used to play together. Yeah. We'd have a good time playing yeah, Mario Kart. I agree, but I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, when I think of recent, like, just laugh hysterically at, you know, somebody yelling, cheeseburger, cheeseburger, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, we've had some good laughs with that. But I'm with you, uh, other than uh, the Overcooked stuff. There was some 
there's some really uh, out there stuff that is said and laughed at during any of our multiplayer sessions when you think about it, you know? So, well, with the yeah. four of us, or even Jesse, the five, four or five. Of us. You know, we have a we have a group of five of us that have been playing games together now, pretty much since two thousand six. Six, if you count the phone. He's, he's just been there in the background waiting on us to play another game of Mech Assault. Yeah. So for the longest time, we when we joined up Xbox Live, we all met this guy playing Mech Assault, which I think God he was my game. first, other than you guys. Uh, person I added to my friends list, you know what I'm saying, outside of our yes. group, so. Yes, and he's still on my friends list, I don't think he's been on in a while. They haven't made a new mecha game worth playing, so, you know. Yeah. Uh, which we won't get into that, but uh, thanks everybody for the emails, um, as always, you know, you can email us at rfn.podcast1 at gmail.com with any comments or questions. Uh, as you probably know by now, we'll answer just about any question you ask. It can be uh, related to the show. It can be anything. It be favorite hot dog or should have. Sorry, everyone. This is actually no longer a podcast about pop culture, but a podcast about the Golden Girls. You can ask so, about the Golden Girls. Sorry. Girl, Those so. are the rules. But uh, I think the only person we've ever not answered a question from so far has been branded and that was that just random email that I still not sure what was going on there. By the way, props to Brandon yeah, for yeah, I meant to tell my you Xbox. To bring that up. So my Xbox was Xbox One X is having an issue that other people are having where uh, my fan it's amazingly for the most part quiet when it's pushing like these heavy heavy hitter games, whether it's Red Dead Redemption Two, Call of Duty, etc. But lately, my Xbox has been overheating. I'm like, that's ridiculous. Like, I've got it in a well-ventilated area, et cetera. And so, come to find out, it's something to do with the thermal paste. And so, you have to open up your Xbox, uh, get it all the way down to where you see the chip, <laughs> and then you have to clean the thermal paste, thermal put the thermal paste mm-hmm. on, put it back together. Brandon, amazingly, was at the time out of his day Monday night. First of all, he said, hey, man, you want to come over and eat? Sure. I always love free food being cooked by <laughs> Shannon. She made uh, beef stroganoff. It was delish. Anyways, I'm sitting there eating. Brandon hasn't eaten. He's, you know, worked and immediately started working on my Xbox. I'm just sitting there like, Brandon, this food is delicious, man. Too bad you can't eat right now. And did so, you feed yeah, him? he, he, he was a trooper. I didn't feed him. No, no, not at all. <laughs> eventually, he's like, Clay, it's time for you to put the screws back on this thing. And we had a issue at first putting the screws back in the correct places. But, you know, when you take something apart like that, you're right. bound to always have a screw mm-hmm. left over. No screws. But we did. We actually put it together, and I've had no issues. It's not that thermal paste Excellent. trick. It did it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm probably going to have to. I mean, I'm probably going to have to for too long. So. Um, but kudos to Brandon. Thank you so much, Brandon. Thank you so much, Shannon. So for making beef stroganoff. No problems because we were both experienced, and I'm glad to hear that. I probably, like I said, I probably will have to take mine apart here before too long. Uh, Clay, do you have a Recommendation for this week. Um, play. Go out if you got a PlayStation, Xbox, PC. Go out and, and, and play a Grand Theft Auto game. I you just I've been San playing Andreas, San Andreas that came out. Yeah. Don't it got remastered for the 360? And yeah, the graphics have aged, but the gameplay is still fun. I'm having so much fun. And the thing is, I've I've actually gotten farther on it than I did originally when I, I bought it a long time ago mm-hmm. in the original Xbox. But yeah, go ahead and play a Grand Theft Auto game. Yeah, they're they're 
they're the devil, they're evil, you're doing a bunch of bad things. But you know what? There's nothing better than listening to Ice Cube on the radio when you're driving your car gang-banging. So, awesome. Great. Never did play uh, San Andreas. So It's good. Is that on Game Pass? It's okay. not. Or not, I can't no, remember. I don't think it is. it is, but I don't think any of those uh, GTA games are, which is a shame. But you know, there's still plenty of other stuff on there. I don't know why I got high pitched there. I don't know why. That's all right. Sorry. Mine is uh, Parasite. Uh, I've talked about it earlier, so I'm not going to go into it too deep. But um, I just there's few movies. When it comes to the best picture that I really agree with, um, but uh, this one deserved it, and I really hope that more people after the win will go out and watch this movie because I, I think it's something special. It's a good movie. Uh, I really want to go back and watch it again, actually. So uh, that's mine for the week. Uh, Clay, anything else you want to add? No, I think right. it's Well, this extra large uh, episode, Clay, is coming to an end. Uh, as always, you can find us on all the podcast streaming sites out there, and please make sure and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you haven't joined the Facebook group ju- yet, just uh, search us out and join up and join in on the conversations. Uh, like I said, we had a great cartoon conversation this week. Uh, hopefully, we'll have some more spring up from this uh whole thing uh, you can find us on Twitter at From Ramblings and on Instagram it's RFN underscore podcast also don't forget to send in those emails with any questions or comments to rfn.podcast1 at gmail.com Clay where can everybody find you at on social media uh, you can find me at sweet JJ the number one the letter S you can also find me on, let's see here. You can find me on the Venmo app <laughs> at Sweet J Jones, Sweet James Jones, the number four, and then ever, E V E R. Sweet Jones, Sweet James Jones, number four, ever. In case you know, you just want to give me some money. <laughs> awesome. We need to start up a, a, a Queeby, by the way, now. We'll just do 10 minute vi- movies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jason76Z. And Clay, with that, we are out. Man, Goose got to do those. Uh.